little girls. This seems to say. Do you? Do you? But Robert Ford would only lay on the floor and look at the ceiling, the light going out of his eyes, before he could find the right words. What made you think I'm crazy? Okay, then. Okay, then. Okay, then. Whatever are you doing? Hello, and welcome to Spoilerama. I'm Mick Jordan. And I'm Marina Gorski. And I'm just watching the batteries on your recorder. They're going very low, very quickly. Have you got spare batteries anywhere? No. Well, okay, let's make this very quick podcast. Uh, thank you very much for listening. I've been Marina Gorski. <laughs> 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 it's just a follow instinctively from you. Today, we are going to talk about Mission Impossible Fallout. Yes. Which I got to see yesterday in the iSense in Charleston. Oh, This okay. is their this top is a, screen. Wow, this is a different... Yeah, it's, I don't know. They, they Did don't you know. watch it after you dropped Thomas off? Yeah. Yeah, because I'm, yeah. That's uh, so I just went straight to Charles. Um, the Odeon license is their big screen. It's like IMAX or okay. Max or any yeah. of that. You pay a lot extra for it. Mm. So, uh, well, I mean, it was, I get a discount because of Odeon membership, 10%. The thing cost me 13 euro. And I was going to go and see it in Savoy 1, <gasps> which is now open yeah. again. I saw it on Savoy 1 for 12 euros. So the fact that charging premium price of 12 euros for that means it is Savoy 1. Yeah. But I think we should go to Savoy 1 together sometime. Yes. Oh, so I wasn't going to say, you'd go mad. <laughs> so I went to see in the iSense, which is slightly different from a big screen. It's not, I don't see what all the fuss is about or whatever. But I digress. What did you think of the film? Well, I mean, I liked it. It was very entertaining. Like, I like Mission Impossible. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, like, I'm not a fan, but I like it. Um, John kept saying to me the whole time, "This is my film now. This is my film now." I was just okay, every podcast we've had for the past while is John keeps saying, "He's saying." Um, so I mean, I liked it up to a certain point. I thought was, was there a particular point good. in it where you went yeah. off? All right, which was the point where I'm not going to give anything away because there's a lot in it, a lot in the trailers, and the point that. It was Simon Pegg said about talk, said about the bombs, and said there's a certain thing you need to do to disarm the bombs. And I said, right here we go, so predictable. From there onwards, you knew it was so, going to happen. So predictable. Everything was just absolutely. I was like, okay. And every time something happened, like on the cliff, or what I was like, yeah, of course, yeah. Of course. Oh yeah. Well, I mean, yeah, I realized that without him because I remember Simon Pegg saying that, but I wasn't paying attention to him because <laughs> he was just talking. So I mean, I'm not paying attention to people when they're talking in these films. <laughs> it's just get action, action, because I just go in there purely for the mad, insane yeah. action. And I, again, as you said, yeah, it's predictable because I just said, yeah, he's going to find a way to defuse the bombs. He's going to explain it. I'm not really interested. Just get back to finding. No, them. But it, yeah, but it's the way they have to do it. Obviously. This is not ruining anything, but obviously they'll be able to do it. Oh, spoiler. You mean they survive? And yeah, surprise, surprise. There'll be a next movie. <laughs> well, it's it's listed as the sixth and final oh, Mission okay. Impossible. But having said that, I think that's because it's final as of current date is what it said on yeah. IMDb. And I think Tom Cruise said it depends on how successful it was, whether they make another one. But it's been huge. So it's yeah. going to be. I hope they do keep making them. I love them. Well, I don't love them. Like, I like them. I really, really do like them. I really liked Ghost Protocol, the last one before this one. Mm -hmm. I thought that was a brilliant film. 
and um, because that one reminded me a lot of Born. Well, they did, yeah, but they're not as good as, but they're no, nowhere near as good as Born. No, no, but the, the last one was no this one was to a certain extent, and then like I loved the Paris scenes. I loved in this the, one. Yeah, I okay. thought they were brilliant. I loved Vanessa Kirby. I just yeah. think she's so hot. I think she's beautiful and great, and she has. What else? About was, her. What else have you seen her? I've the Crown. Oh yes, she was the Princess, Princess Margaret, Margaret in the Crown. Yeah, I knew she was. I recognised her from some. I kept thinking she was like Natalie Dormer, and I said, "No, it's not Natalie Dormer." But I think they're very similar. No, you, no. Well, I. You and your confusions. It's just you can never meet famous people. <laughs> Natalie. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> it was the girl, the, the Penelope girl from uh, Three Billboards, Margot Robbie. Margot Robbie. <laughs> but I knew it wasn't Margot Robbie because she was like her. No, Margot Robbie, Emma Stone, and Amanda Seyfried. I always get them. I think like, they're very similar. Like, how? Not at all. Big eyes. No. Well, anyway. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, I just thought it was uh, like it was good up until a certain point because it, it was still predictable, but it was. Kind of not really. It wasn't that predictable. Mm. Once, once Simon Pegg said the whole bomb thing. Like oh yeah, when you when you work out exactly what's going to happen at the end and all yeah. the way it's going to go there. Yes, I you suppose. just I know. just didn't give it any thought. Yeah. I was oh, okay. Uh, I did like the helicopter scenes though. Yeah, they were good. It's all what strikes me about it though is it was over the top in the end. There's just too much excitement. Like it's two and a half hours long, and it's mm. far too long for a film of yeah. this nature. And I was going in with trepidation on this. I said, geez, I have to sit here for two and a half hours. Even though I really enjoy these films, I said, two and a half hours of, it's just going to be exhausting. Yeah. And it was a bit. And I just kept saying, even that helicopter chase here, which was very exciting and very entertaining. So I said, yeah, but we've so much of it for the past hour or so of mm. this already. The car chase in France was great, but we've seen car chases before. So there's a lot of it that was really good. But what yeah. they what they do very well, and this is what Bourne does very well, is when they have all these action scenes, but they use imagination as well. Like even the bit where they're being chased by the cops and they go around a narrow alleyway in the truck and the truck yeah. blocks the cops and they just climb out over the truck and there's two more. And, yeah, yeah. and I say, oh, well, they planned it. That's yeah. clever. Like yeah. that sort of thing. The stunts and so on work very well on that regard. Yeah. I'm also conscious as, as I'm watching them that these stunts are real, that they're yeah. not I've been following CGI. This, I've, I've been following lately these pages on cinematography in, um, in, on Instagram, and one of them shows like camera work. Yeah. Because some of them just post pictures of good cinematography in films, but one of them shows the gear and everything that cinematographers use, and they showed, I'll show you later, them filming Mission Impossible. Fantastic. They were actually in a helicopter in the air right. doing those scenes. Yeah. And Tom Cruise was only on a rope doing those scenes. Yeah, but I was that, like, but that's what I'm saying, because that's why he, I'd say that's why he makes these films. Yeah. He just loves to do these amazing yeah. stunts. And, and I'd say he's an adrenaline junkie kind yeah. of thing. And like, the, the, and you can imagine the guy with the camera filming that scene of the helicopter where, you know, you know. Yeah. And you're kind of thinking, mate, you better get that in one take. <laughs> Because it, because it is it's kind of like try to get it as many takes as you can because you're in the air your man is doing his own stunts if anything happens to him you're sued <laughs> <laughs> so like it's just it's and the way they do like the scene in France with the motorbike where he hits you know where there's loads of um, streets coming into the one place and he's on the motorbike mm. and you see all the cops and every single 
street yeah and the camera work just goes around him so you can see all the streets and he's basically following him it's another guy on a motorbike doing the same movement oh as my he god is. fantastic really like the camera work is well, great and it shows the fact that you can tell it's not cgi mm. you're just so aware this is really real like it yeah you're actually thinking how did they fake that and the answer is no they didn't fake it because it is so vivid yeah and that's why and also you're clearly seeing tom cruise in all the shots yeah it's not a stuntman and that's as you said he's an adrenaline junkie he does this all the time all the like climbing mountains and so on he does all this for the film for himself yeah and i'd say like he doesn't need to make these films i said the main reason he's making these films is so he can do this oh, yeah, you can fun. see but yeah, I, can, yeah, I was watching it oh i'd love to do that yeah so, you can imagine. and he's like in his 50s and he's still raring to go mm. so i'd say fair play to him on that yeah i think he's oh, now definitely. look back he's he's got good career he's done his bit now he's just going to enjoy himself making oh, films yeah. like this definitely yeah so what did you think of the story then overall like did you yeah it it was good i love the kind of reference to isis (laughs) all the time it is it is a reference because did you not see the actual thing they always said they can only be peace oh yeah yeah that's a very very actual topic which i thought was very smart the way they put that in because that that you you can do so much with that Mm mm-hmm you know, so I, I thought I thought it was brilliant because it's clearly, and you can see that the people are recruited. Recruited. Now yeah. I did expect some of the twists and turns of it. Some mm-hmm. of them I didn't, because there was uh, there was a lot of just before the whole bomb situation. There was a lot of um, what you call revelations, and it was yeah. one after the other, and then it was back, and it was forth, and you were like what's going on yeah, what's I going on that, yeah there was too much of that <laughs> i said yeah they're just trying to be um, have a twist on a twist on a twist on a twist and i just yeah. got too confused said, no just be action <laughs> stop this nonsense don't be intellectual <laughs> yeah. like that. don't strain our brain we're too busy on adrenaline rush yeah, please i need to concentrate on my popcorn <laughs> yeah i have popcorn on it as well <laughs> oh happens. you have to well i had to when it was two and a half hours is it in there <laughs> So it was all good. I would, I'd like, I'd watch it again and again and again. This is the thing about them. No, they're, I'd watch half of it again. <laughs> well, yeah, Just I doubt to get to that point. Now you've probably yeah. ruined it for me to come to that point. Oh, yeah, Marina's right. It's so predictable. But I don't care. Like, they're diffusing a bomb. You know, you've seen this scene no, so many times. I know, but it's, yes, all right. We won't go into it too much. But I, we'll talk I know later what you mean. About it, yeah. But, um, yeah, I've said, as I said, I'd watch all of them again. Like I'd actually now to the six of them. I'd love to just get to six of them and watch one one night after another. I think they're great films to watch at home as well. Whatever about seeing it on the big screen, and um, you don't mind a two and a half hour film like this at home because you can just take a break, yeah, and go yeah. and have a cup of tea or something like that. Whereas this, you're just stuck there for the two and a half hours, and when there's so much happening. Um, but I will say, when I went to CSA, there was one um family there there was two two parents and a child i was saying about seven or eight and he loved it oh my god he's going yes <laughs> and then one point, that was cool <laughs> i said this is great said, yeah imagine being they, a kid yeah, and seeing that thing, yeah, yeah i can well imagine what a thrill it would be like very well that kid was no way even born when the probably even the last one came out the last one was four or five years well maybe the last one but like these have been gone for 20 years so yeah it's a, a lot of kids have been born in the meantime <laughs> shall we say so i will give it three stars out of my five like it's not masterpiece or anything that is forgettable enough but i enjoyed it and we'll watch it again 
What yes, I, I wouldn't wa- I, like I'd watch half of it. Again. It's just that last part really annoyed me. And I think I annoyed John by saying all the time. Yeah, yeah, I knew that. Yeah, obviously. Yeah, yeah I course. would have. I would have been <laughs> annoyed saying, by that. <laughs> he keeps saying, shut yeah. up. Um, but no, Can I, you not like, sit quietly in a no. cinema and watch the bloody film? No. Okay. Um, well, we watched Hotel Transylvania yesterday and I was very happy. I was quiet throughout the whole film. Um, That's good. Fair play. <laughs> yeah. Same with The Incredibles. All these child films, I'm just like stuck to the screen. <laughs> um, now, I'll give it a, a half, seven and a half. Okay. Grand rating. Yeah. So we'll move swiftly on to our challenges. And this week's challenge for Marina was to see if she meets her challenge. Because you have a great reputation for this. But we'll do wow. mine first. Now, I'm, I'm really dying to hear your, your response. Because okay. you have told me you have succeeded. Yes. I'm dying to see what you did. So... We'll come to that eventually. We do mine first. Okay. And what was mine? I can't remember. You assigned it to me. I know. You can't. You genuinely can't remember. Genuinely can't remember. I thought of it today. I knew it, <laughs> and now it's just gone out of my head. It was to watch a film that was connected to Damien. Damien Chazelle. Yes, well done. Yes. So Marina has managed this week's challenge to remember last week's <laughs> challenge. Um, yes, it was to watch a film that was connected in some way to Damien Chazelle. And as you said, look on Netflix, I found one, but it wasn't. Um, what's the famous, what's the other obvious one? Whiplash. Oh, yeah, it wasn't Whiplash. Though I'd like to see it sometime, but I just said no, because as soon as I went in, there was 11 Cloverfield Lane. Do you know that? I know, know of it, but I didn't. I didn't know he. He, he wrote it, or well, he was one of the writers on yeah. it. Yeah, um, I'd say he's probably one of the minor writers on it as well, because it's not his style at all. Well, from what I know from La La Land, um, but I was curious to see it anyway because I liked Cloverfield, and I had heard not great things about this, but it's still in the same genre, if you like, yeah. same universe. So I'm curious to see it, and so I watched it, and it's good. It's not great. It's. Um, better than i it's sort of thing it's better than i was feared but not as good as i hoped yeah, that yeah. like there was you think it's, yeah, this could be a great film and it's not really great but it is very good it's solid entertainment um it's basically mary elizabeth winstead is in it which is another selling point for me i really like her you know her she was yeah. in she's in last year's of fargo as ewan mcgregor's girlfriend oh i think the, i know yeah 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 the, the long-haired version of ewan mcgregor oh you haven't seen the latest well i've i've seen Two episodes of season three. Which is the most recent one. Yeah. Your bump Hugh McGregor. Well, his girlfriend in that, who is like the real um, rough, mm. tough girl. And uh, she's the heroine in this. And I really like her in general. She's very good in this. She's basically, um, she's had a fight with her boyfriend and is driving away angrily in her car and gets in an accident and wakes up and finds herself in a shel- an air raid shelter, a nuclear shelter um, run by John Goodman and he's told her that the whole world outside has been annihilated by a nuclear invasion of some sort and he can't go outside because there's all gas and so on and there's another guy in there as well who's been told the same thing and so you're always wondering is it made up that he's just keeping them there prisoner because he's everything there like for to live for years yeah and she keeps wanting to go out and find out but at the same time you're aware this is cloverfield like the original Cloverfield happened. That's what happened. Yeah. There was something going on. So is it true or is it not? So there's all this suspense. And yeah. also John Goodman is fairly unhinged. <laughs> like he has, he's in charge. He's in, he has his yeah. own rules. Yeah. He must obey all the rules and so on. He's real old fashioned. John Goodman is great. He is very cool. Yeah. And very menacing. 
yeah. he's really scary. Oh, he can be oh, really, can be like, yeah. Really scary in the characters. So it's pretty much the three of them in this bunker and coping, finding out things about each other and so on. And it's, it's, good, it's good entertainment for watching on television. I mean, if yeah. I paid to see it in the cinema, I'd go, that was a bit of a letdown. But just something to casually watch for free on Netflix. It was good. And I'm curious. You're paying Netflix. Yeah, but I mean, free enough. Seven euro a month. Eight, a month. Eight. Seven euro a month. <laughs> oh, we'll get to you eventually, Marina. You get to talk. I thought you might need to breathe oh a breather after telling me God. all about your script for an hour and a half earlier on. Was it an hour and a half? At least. <laughs> longer than the script. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and shorter than my script, but never mind. No, longer than my script, which we will discuss another time when you've read it. Me. <laughs> We haven't done that in a while. Oh, yeah, no. <laughs> All right, so I enjoyed 11 Cloverfield Lane. Now, good. did you enjoy your challenge? I did. And uh, did you enjoy meeting it? Yeah, so... Don't hear this. Mick challenged me to watch a film with Sherlock Holmes. It could be any film that had Sherlock Holmes in it, wasn't it? Yep. Yeah. So I watched a film that starred... I'm Michael Payne. Oh, I know it's when you watched. I know it's when you watched. Yeah. Which you is watched, the one you recommended yes, to I me recommended ages before ago. you watch without a clue. Yeah. Oh, excellent. <laughs> it is hilarious. It is so I funny. absolutely love Michael Payne. Uh, hey. Michael, Michael Payne. <laughs> <laughs> I'm Michael Payne. And I'm a nosy neighbour. <laughs> so good. Which is nobody that, that no, no, you're, no. you're basically you're quoting Paul Whitehouse yeah. imitating Michael Payne when we're talking about Sherlock Holmes. Yes. <laughs> um no, Michael Payne is hilarious my favorite bit is actually at the start when he's playing the violin <laughs> and he's just there playing and suddenly he stops but the music keeps playing and then he stops the music he's not actually playing the violin <laughs> it's just fantastic and there's all these little bits of him doing things like that uh, <laughs> and his power of deduction yeah. and he just goes sir how many windows are in this in this building well i don't know well you see you can see, but you do not observe. And then he leaves. And he was, so how many was, I don't know. Because <laughs> <laughs> it is brilliant. It's a brilliant idea. Yeah, it's really, really good. And even when um, Dr. Watson says to the publishers, mm-hmm. um, he says, no, how about the crime doctor? Like, no one wants to read the crime doctor. <laughs> Poor guy. <laughs> well, I mean, it's, like The idea is that Ben Kingsley is Dr. Watson. And he... Is the real salute. Yeah. And Holmes is just an actor he's hired to be the former. And even right down to when he decides he's going to be solved the mysteries from now on. Yeah. And he explains he explains the solution to the inspector. And the inspector just listens to him and says, That's nonsense. Yeah. That makes no sense or whatever. And then he just gets Michael Caden to say the exact same thing. <laughs> Brilliant Holmes. Yeah. No, but even when when um, the body washes up, but after the I don't know the, um, in the in the town they went to visit or whatever to solve the crime, solve a crime, and it washes up, and he says, "I think we should get Inspector Holmes to to check the body," and he goes with a stick and pokes it and says, "Gentlemen, this body is dead." <gasps> wow. <laughs> Oh. oh, it is so good. And actually, it's a kind of film that I want to show my kids. Yeah. <laughs> it's just, it's just well, it's film I wanted to show you. <laughs> I remember mentioning it before. And I said, oh, you have to see this. Because it's a forgotten one. I mean, even when it came out, there was very little hype about it. In fact, it was dismissed. as just, oh, just a silly, 
cheap comedy that they're cashing yeah. in. Or There's one coming out this year with a Will Ferrell. One. Right. Called Holmes and Watson. Okay. Will Ferrell and what's the other guy's name that did The Step Brothers? John C. Riley. Yeah. Okay, well, it'd be worth I watching. mean, I'm not going to judge them right no, now. I I'm like not going to jump to... Go- yeah, yeah. But it can't be as good as this. Because yeah. this is down to perfect casting as well. Yeah, like yeah. Oh, as you yeah, said, brilliant. Michael Caine is just brilliant in the role. Mm. He said, because he is so perfectly Holmesian. Mm, yeah. And then when he lapses back to his actual reality of a drunken actor, he yeah. just goes, I haven't a clue. <laughs> <laughs> so, and it, where was it from? Is it from the 80s or the 90s? I've no it's idea. It's a long time ago anyway. I have no enough. idea. I just saw that. I said, I'm watching this yeah. one. Yeah, I remember... I t- I, I saw when it came out I remember not being interested in it because it was just so dismissed as just this typical like Michael Kemp was just churning out crappy films and this is just another one they said on the list and even though I was into Holmes and Watson a whole lot I said oh, yeah, I'd probably be annoyed by that and then turned up on television and I said this is actually very funny yeah it's yeah. really good yeah anyway that, that, that was my choice okay so what's your challenge to me for next week Okay, my challenge to you is to watch a an Oscar nominated film from nineteen seventy eight. Just a random <laughs> thing that came to my head. Right. You're obsessed with nineteen seventy eight at the yeah. moment. It's a nineteen seventy eight your yeah. epic film is going to be set in. Don't say it. We're I signed not- an NDA. <laughs> <laughs> I know, that's why I haven't said it. <laughs> I purely just said that you're Interested in 1978. <laughs> I can imagine your face when you saw that post. <laughs> don't, don't even comment yet. We'll oh. talk about it later. <laughs> oh, yeah. Now, everyone out there is going to be saying, what the hell are they talking about? What's an NDA? Yeah. <laughs> no, it's not weaponry. <laughs> they were not discussing weapons or violence of any description or terrorism. Yeah. Anyway. So an Oscar nominated film. From 1978. Yes. Nominated in any sphere. Any, any way. Doesn't have to be best no. film. It could no, be. It could be cinematography. It could makeup. be. The, yeah, makeup. It could be animation. You just want me to watch film foreign. from 1978. Well, yes. <laughs> okay. That should be fun. Mm. I'd actually enjoy that. Right. My challenge to you is quite similar ish. Um, with 2001 about to be re released in unrestored version. Yes. You know, the Fallen Cinescope version is coming. Um, I would like you to watch a science fiction film, but not one that is fantasy, i.e. not Star Wars or Star Trek, even anything like that, but something along the lines of 2001. It so could be space. It could, it be could be nothing that is another world, you mean? It could be even that, but it's still mainly human-based, if you see what I mean. Okay. Like it doesn't, and certainly doesn't have to yeah. be true or anything yeah. like that. Like okay, 2001 so is fantasy in its own way as well. Yeah. But and it's set in the future. Yeah. But it's still it's human. It's still, very science. Kinda, yeah. Is yeah. what I mean. Okay. Rather than the fantasy side of okay. things. So and a lot of them would have been coming from the 70s as well. I would say. Okay. So you'll probably find one there. It can, I mean, it can be things like disaster movies, like um, Deep Impact. Remember that one? Yeah. The woman Morgan Freeman does not watch that. Yeah, no, no, I won't. That's, that's <laughs> our Armageddon <laughs> with Ben Affleck. One mm. of the worst films ever made. And he's in it. And it's so. actually so overrated, that film. 
Everyone I am shocked. Well, no, I remember it was loves it. Uh, no, it's half and half. There's most people with good sense realize it's a load of shite, including Bruce Willis, who's in it. But it's on the Criterion Collection. Criterion make the they take p- perfect films and make perfect DVD prints of them, like Pandora's Box is one yeah. of them, and so on. And they've got that on their list. And you go, it's a piece of shit. What the hell are they saying? Celebrating it? Oh, don't get me started. Or else do by watching it. <laughs> And then so, we can both complain about Ben Affleck, which, by yeah. the way, I found your envelope, which which was um, addressed to me, my Christmas card, saying Marina Gorski and underneath Ben, ben Affleck, Affleck Appreciation Society. Really now? <laughs> well, if it was it was put away. To be, to be kept. Oh, but, yes. So you can prove it if you do have a run in with Ben. Well, look, I was chairperson <laughs> at Ben Affleck. So it was a cover. Yeah. <laughs> Okay, we leave it there. Yep. I've been Mick Jordan. And I've been Marina Gorski. Woohoo! And we're in, in the Slorgan Orchard, by the way. <laughs>